Hi, True Believers. This is Stan Lee, and I want to be sure to see you at my Los Angeles Super Comic Con on October 28th to 30th. And be sure to use code MELTDOWN for 12% off your tickets. Excelsior! Hello, this is Matt Kennedy from Pod Sequentials with Matt Kennedy, and we have another giveaway. So if you go to the Meltdown Comics website, which is meltcomics.com, and you uh, subscribe to their newsletter, you can be entered into a contest to win tickets for the Guillermo del Toro 35mm film screening program at LACMA. You've heard us talk about the At Home with Monsters show on the program, and this is the film program that goes with it. So if you go and find the screening that you want to see, whether it's the October 21st Chrono screening or the Pan's Labyrinth October 28th screening and then there's other uh, screenings of things like Bride of Frankenstein and the two Hellboy movies Pacific Rim, Crimson Peak and um, other amazing things that he's programmed Um, you just need to put a link to it on your Facebook page um, and take a screen grab and post it over with us on Pod Sequentialism as well and uh, see if we can't get you some awesome tickets Hello and welcome to Pod Sequentialism with Matt Kennedy. I am your host, Matt Kennedy. And uh, today in the program, we have a very special guest, um, a publishing magnate, you could say, uh, the co-founder of High Fructose Magazine, uh, my friend Daniel Siffert, a.k.a. Attaboy. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. So um, I'm actually glad you spend a lot of time down in L.A. these days um, yeah. as opposed to a few years ago. Yeah, I guess so. And um, so, yeah. you're, you in Mountain View? Uh, no, what's that? <laughs> up in the Bay Sounds Area. Sounds nice, though. Are, are there good roller coasters? <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> but uh, you're up in the Bay Area, so you're... Um, yes. What part of San We're in, Francisco? like, Richmond, kind of El Cerrito. We're in a, what we call a nice neighborhood, bad zip code area. Gotcha, gotcha. So we get more room for the for the mortgage. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, at least you get a mortgage because the rent up there is crazy. That is true. Yeah, we stuck our claim. Stucked. We c- took our claim. Um, anyways, we <laughs> we committed to some land. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure there's some sort of white settler problem with that statement, but uh, yeah, in, in 2011 mm-hmm. or nine, 2009, when things were at its lowest, mm-hmm. that's when us cockroaches can come up from up to the surface. What year was that? 2009. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. was my time to get out. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Boom. Oh wait. Yeah, that's about the time that's that the my time. property in Chicago got to be worth nothing. Yes. Exactly. Ah. That's when we boom. Light, light shines are more. Yeah. Light. And we got our, our little spot there. Yeah. Yeah. We did everything in reverse. My wife and I. Mm-hmm. We uh, had a, a magazine out of wedlock. <laughs> well, and you have to you have to say her name. It's yeah, Andy Owens. Andy Owens. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic artist in her own right. Yeah. And um, we uh, started. In the and the other heavy lifter over at the magazine. Yeah, the the heaviest lifter. Yeah, <laughs> most of, yeah, most of my magazine yeah. correspondence is at High Fructose Magazine, uh-huh. um, are with Annie. So um, she yeah. handles uh, whether it's um, being first contact for people writing articles and advertisers. She does a lot of it, most yeah. of it. Well, all she of doesn't. It. Honestly, you're special, so yeah. that's why. Oh, okay. normally she doesn't deal with everybody. Oh, okay, perfect, <laughs> excellent. I'm special. <laughs> the um, so tell yeah. us a little bit now. The um, what year are we for High Fructose? This is year eleven. Year eleven. Yeah. And um, earlier this year was Soon the we'll high. Get, like funny hair in funny places. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> the um, early this year was the High Fructose retrospective exhibition at the University of no. You know, I'm sorry, a, at, the, yeah. at the, the Virginia... Yeah, the Virginia, the Virginia uh, Museum of Contemporary Art. Yep, the Virginia Mocha. I'm sure they don't like to be called Virginia. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, yes, at the Museum... Virginia, yes, Vir- Virginia Mocha mm-hmm. in uh, Virginia Beach. And then it'll be touring to Akron, Ohio, to mm-hmm. the Akron Art Museum or the Museum of Art at Akron. I go at this That makes me lot. worry. That makes me worry because the... Oddly enough, there was a kind of controversy of sorts mm-hmm. surrounding this exhibition. What, what's the title of the show? Oh, uh, um, Turn the Page, the First Ten Years of High Fructose. Right. So the um, the museum, and they're a, a very well-regarded MOCA. I mean, I've, I've worked with a few different museums of contemporary art, and Virginia is, is a large one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a small one. And so they have, they operate like a lot of old institutions where they're, 
I guess the the polite way of saying it is that they cross their T's and they dot their I's to a higher degree than most. There you go. I think I sent you that photo of them with the weird Blade Runner uh, looking outfit where they were inspecting the art as it came in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. super, super careful the yeah. way that you'd... Ex- they, they were handling pieces that are probably only worth a couple hundred dollars as though they were multi-million dollar pieces, which you have to appreciate. You got to like. It was a very different show. Uh, yeah. I, actually, I take that back. It wasn't a show. It was an exhibition. Right. And these are the things I learned. Yes. And we learned by doing these things. Right. Uh, you know? But uh, they there yeah. was trouble. There was like um, somebody in the local government that was trouble with capital T. With, uh, right, yes. here in, right here in Virginia City. <laughs> exactly. Um, and someone objected to one of the Mark Ryden pieces. Sure. Which is kind of, I mean, I, I'm a huge Mark Ryden fan. Uh-huh. We just hosted um, a book signing for his wife, Marion Peck, at La Luz de Zeus. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he actually did a coaster for the coaster show, which was a free <laughs> coaster. Oh, really? So we stuck it up in the site. Who got it first? Um, did uh, they have to recognize it? Was it... Was we we listed as guess who. Yeah. Oh, we didn't wow. say who it was. Jeez Louise. And um, someone had subscribed our page like an RSS feed, and when a new thing went up, they were notified, and they started looking to see where it was. What? And it was seriously within 10 minutes of me posting it. Wow. And um, so someone who I'd never sold anything to before um, just asked about it, and I was like, yeah, it's it's, it's listed as $0, and that's what it is. Wow. And then, because she didn't want to pay to ship it, I think she what? was in Arizona, <laughs> she's going to come out, she's going to pick it up. Oh, she's going to pick it up. Oh, yeah. She did, not like she was being stingy. No, like, no, no. Like, oh, jeez, no. <laughs> what am I going to do with this thing that's, that's worth more the, than my car? I know, I, right? I don't know. I just, uh, yeah. But, yeah. you know. But Mark, it, Mark is rad. He's and, amazing. And, and, and Marion is rad. They've been great with us for since the beginning yeah. since before they they should have been <laughs> but his work is really and... controversial no listen, like it's sort of innocuous listen, we're in bubbles you know we travel yeah, in bubbles right. it's like it's like we are in the future in the future we are traveling in bubbles like the jetsons mm-hmm. except these are just these little insulated world bubbles that we're in i i suppose that's yeah. correct by my standards by the stuff exactly. that we show sure. it's really really safe mm-hmm. And by the standards of people who are completely unfamiliar with most mm-hmm. of what's out there in pop surrealism, mm-hmm. um, I guess they were really driven crazy by it. And and the piece that we're talking about is Rosie's Tea Party, yeah. right? And so there's um, someone's eating a Bible or, or someone's damaging a Bible. Uh, no, I think she was chopping a piece of meat. Um, it was a painting, right? Depicting, <laughs> right, right. Okay, and Let's that clarify is, that's that. the. Yes. Um, this is not a pipe thing, right? This is not a pipe. That's what I call it. Yeah, you know, I'm supposed to know more this about art beep. than just yeah. calling it. I don't know the French, but but the Magritte painting. Yes, that's one of the most important paintings to me ever. Well, if yeah. I ever have unlimited funds, an amazing piece of high concept that art that it will that it will not buy, but I'll make sure that everyone has a copy of, mm-hmm. <laughs> because. It, it's this is not a painting of a pipe. This is this depicts yeah. a pipe. And and man, I'm I'm nursing some Advil right now, so I apologize for not getting the right. <laughs> I'm totally probably fine. even. Like, this is probably good for anybody listening because normally I'm at 15, so it's nice. I'm maybe at eight. <laughs> nice to be at eight and a half. Eight, yeah, it's probably good. <laughs> um, but anyways, my point is that yes. So it was a little girl who is uh, sawing. A uh, piece of meat. I, I don't know what kind of meat, mm-hmm. but it said uh, something, something Corpus Christi on it. That's that what was, it was the part that the arts commissioner, I think, or the yes. guy on the the guy who approves the funds, or he was one of the board members. Right, I'm trying to be one of the overseers of a committee in control of of funding that trickles down in some way to this museum. Yes, for public arts funding. Yes, and um, he objected to that. Mm-hmm. Um, he also seemed to have. Uh, a lot of uh, political ambitions mm-hmm. and before and after, I think. And so is using this as his kind of flagpole. Yes. Yeah, so anyways, you would think that the 80s were over mm-hmm. <laughs> and that all the people who would object to any sort of art, or especially publicly funded art. And this was not tennis rackets up people's butts. No, and this, this show was actually uh, also got funding from the... Uh, National Endowment of the Arts, yep, too. NEA. So it, it got, uh, so it was interesting. So he, had to, he objected to that. And then also another painting, which was in the Blood Show, which mm-hmm. was a, a painting of yes. a, uh, I don't know, some sort of small female figure. I right. Know, could have, in, in stature small, and uh, with blood spurting from the mouth, uh, from the neck or something like that. Right. It looked like a Tarantino kind of scene. Right, right. Uh, and, uh, 
what is there a word for that for projectile vomiting blood out, out of your head or arterial project- flow there you go yes or something uh, arterial spray spon- spontaneous ar- yes. arterial spray. spray monty python sketch yeah. you know uh, uh, like the um yeah. shogun assassin oh, yeah okay. like that type of stuff yeah so the, anyways he didn't like it he didn't like the paintings and stuff mm-hmm. and more uh, to the point he, he had a problem with the public funding of such works. Which he claimed mm-hmm. was an insult to Christians. Yes, because of the whole body of Christ thing. It looked like yeah. a commun- she was in a communion dress. The it looked like depicted. Alice in Wonderland. I think so. Yeah. And, and, and who knows? But uh, anyways, we would never think yeah. in this day and age that that would- That that's the thing that's that going to set somebody off. But the thing is, Virginia Beach is small enough mm-hmm. to- uh, for those people to get a voice, I think, mm-hmm. but large enough to have their own TV channel right. and their own newspaper. Oh, it's affluent. It's so, very affluent. So the amount of press they sent us mm-hmm. when this was all done was was really thick. And and and, and it was he, you on, can't see he's it, gesturing, holding his fingers about. Yeah, it was about, about my half penis inch size. Three it was very apart. very about a half an inch. Well, now we have to mention the naked Donald Trump that's in the gallery because yes, it was about that, the size he, of the naked Donald Trump's penis. Exactly. Yes. It, was, it was like that on a. Slightly humid day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the weather vein of anatomy. So um, the, but now because, and we, we sort of just alluded to the NEA controversy of the early 80s sure. and the uh, Maplethorpe thing that uh, in Ohio mm-hmm. was where that, that, um, that battle began and mm-hmm. where the, um, the soapbox sort of got firmly planted in the public eye to take on um, NEA funding for what was considered pornographic exhibitions mm-hmm. at the time. And um, in Ohio is his sort of, it hasn't gotten any better. Like the, um, when, when the Indecline guys put those naked Trumps out in public, Cleveland was one of the cities they did it in. And that was, I think, the first one to get pulled down. I mean, that didn't last in public but like half an hour, and it got completely mm-hmm. taken down. Okay. And um, I think the New York one was the second one to get taken down. That was sort of destroyed when they were pulling it off. But the um, the the idea of, of something having controversy mm-hmm. in Virginia Beach, of yeah. all places, and then going to Akron, Ohio, would seem like something that um, that could be... I mean, awesome publicity. You know, you hope they get mad, right? You know, it was, I got to say, when we saw it on the news mm-hmm. uh, with them holding the cover of the magazine up. Yeah. I mean, it, and, and then giving the dates of the opening. <laughs> so good. Was, so good. I got to say, it was a little, you know. Um, but honestly, we were we were a little afraid that it would kind of overshadow. There were 51 artists in the exhibition. Right. And it took almost three years to get this stuff together. I know. All those pieces were on loan from collectors. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the night of the exhibition, they did have bulletproof bank glass in front of Mark's paintings, as well as two sheriff-looking guys. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, flanking right. the thing. And then also all the bags and stuff. Like were the Mona searched. Lisa. It was like that. It yeah. was like that. So, you know, but- yeah, what it, it was. I, I didn't know those those things existed. But, yeah, but, you don't think of museums just being able to have those types of resources at their fingertips, yeah. especially. I mean, I mean, we're in LA, and you know, LACMA mm-hmm. has a ton of money, and Mocha has a ton of money. I've never seen anything like that in LA, and it may be because they just don't think that the crowds that go to those places yeah. are easily offended. I mean, this might have again all the all these, but all these things that I'm saying mm-hmm. are my opinion. Okay? Right, our magazine is is you know founded by the two of us. Right, and 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 what makes I think it interesting, mm-hmm. uh, or at least lo- longer lasting. Mm-hmm. Um, like a great piece of spearmint gum, mm-hmm. is that um, it's chewy. Uh, <laughs> it could uh, um, you could double mint. Yeah, you could put it under under a table. Mm-hmm. But then the other thing is that it comes from two different. It's two different flavors, right? And we, when we mix together, mm-hmm. then um, my half is usually stupid and hurt. No, my half is one, and she has another half. So right. we, we don't agree on everything, mm-hmm. and that's the discussion we have. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of have a public discussion through the editorial mm-hmm. and and that's kind of it's fun for us yeah and it's amazing how we will come from different angles at different times mm-hmm. and then six months later we have opposite views right we'll take each other opposite views or i'll be like oh i you know remember that artist you suggested yeah i'm really into that one she goes yeah you know i just kind of lost my thing with that you know so and that's really fun mm-hmm. and it's something that um and we approach the the content of the magazine as artists right and i think that's the makes it maybe a little bit different um the things we put in are put it we we don't put you know oh favors anyone we put in what we 
what we uh, what we think should be in there. That's true. What's yes. good for the baby. Right, right. Say, you know? what, what I've always kind of loved about high fructose, and going back to the beginning, we've been advertising since issue one and, and plan to continue advertising forever if possible. Issue two, but yes. Was, oh, issue two. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, right? Issue one, that's right. I apologize. <laughs> Were there any, there were no advertisers in oh, issue uh, one? Laughing Squid oh, okay. was the first to gotcha. jump on. But my gosh, yes, for a long time, and, yeah. and, and thank you. And it's a quarterly publication. Yes. So the um, you get a lot of bang for your buck, and in, in those types of retail sales terms, the turns per issue, like a turn per issue is is um, a term used in advertising usually, where you talk about um, how many people get their hands on an issue, and so that by, if you advertise in, in one issue, you're not just hitting the person who um, subscribes to it, but you're getting, it goes on a coffee table, and you know other people pick it up, and they read it, and they look at it, and oftentimes that can convert into sales, but it definitely con- converts into... Um, into influence where you're you're reaching more people and i got to imagine that you have a higher turn per issue than maybe any other publication out there it it is a, a the the we don't really look at the st- statistics as we should right uh, and that's one thing is I mean, we were we're run by artists uh, us, so. <laughs> yeah, not scientists uh, yeah um or our dog. not statisticians our dog is our boss like, yes you know Andy and i both own 49 percent, and the dog owns too gotcha so uh, um I don't even know if the math. We'll have to ask the doc. Yeah. But um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, we were the bestseller at, at Barnes and Noble in the art section mm-hmm. for whatever that's worth. But um, but also people save it and they see it and we make something yeah. that hopefully. And we say that in the introduction of the, the the exhibition book. Did you get that book? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It something where the the model was kind of. National Geographic, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Yeah. So it was every, every estate sale you go to in a National Geographic, you see a ton of them, and there can't be that many people into seals and hiking and maps and and and. and but they and, don't and, throw and them away. Folks. Yeah, they the, don't the, throw them away. There was and a theory, the best compliment about sinkholes in the United States mm-hmm. caused by collections <laughs> of National <laughs> Geographic magazine. I could see that, and I, um, I remember it was posited in the late '80s, and it made it into one of those books of like the Journal of Irreproducible Results or something. Oh, really? But that is. Is a great, great kind of target to shoot well, for. Well, it was from the beginning, and honestly, from the start, we didn't know if we could make another. And right. instead of going, oh, I, I'm going to make this flimsy thing, we said, let's make the best possible thing we yeah. can at our own detriment. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, gosh, we couldn't afford it, but we right. did it. Sometimes it was a choice between gas or envelopes. Right. But we needed the gas to get the envelopes. Right. I mean, that's how it, how it was in the beginning. And uh, so point is, we always said, well, let's make the best possible thing we could. Mm-hmm. And and, um, and and it's funny because that's kind of become a, a new business model yeah. for magazines as they people said that print was dead or whatnot. But mm-hmm. I mean, we do have e-versions and we do have our, our website. And then you do Very collections. Popular. You'll do collections of um, highlights of the issues yes, which over last time. Last Gas publishes, and, mm-hmm. and and you know even that um, people thought reprinting magazines that doesn't make sense. Like why would anyone want that? And but Last Gas understood it. Yeah. And then that some of those are in their fifth or sixth printing. Well, and the know. magazines go out of print. I mean, yeah. it's not like you keep reprinting. Sure. You know, a February of no. of two thousand twelve. No. I mean, it's not magazine. necessarily dated material, but it's. I think Chris Mars said it was something like. Uh, Sort of a... It's like a card catalog. Something like that, yeah. where you can see things moving and changing. And we try to keep our eyes open and try to keep evolving and looking at things. But, uh, you know, and the thing is, uh, it is quarterly, which also gives us a little t- it gives us time in between mm-hmm. uh, or while we're doing things mm-hmm. uh, to do, uh, to be artists or to right. create creators, you know, right. on, on more, uh, on my end. And Annie does, you know, wonderful watercolor paintings, just insane. Mm-hmm. And um, so it keeps us happy mm-hmm. so that we can do if we were just doing magazines and we You'd do i mean it does envelop yeah, our lives you could do, you could grow to hate it if, if that's your only thing i think thing. that's what it is i mean we have or you try you start to run it like a quote-unquote business yeah, and the passion I mean, would go is. out that's the thing and those are those conversations we have yeah <laughs> at, on our uh a little kitchen table that's really like a taco bell booth <laughs> uh, we have um Talk, uh, talks like that all the time mm-hmm. and we're trying to navigate just like most artists do where they go yeah. do I make t-shirts and stickers or do I do painting you know yeah. but but uh, the magazine is its own thing it's, it is like a child that is sometimes you do what's best for the child and you, right. know, you know I like that but I don't know I think the child needs to go to a better school well I like the or, way too that the, the magazine is sort of described as a an art journal of new contemporary 
That was a, that evolved too because originally it was Toy Exploitation magazine. Yeah, because you know, yeah. we were inspired by all the the, the toy art stuff that was going yeah. on. Not that collectability as much as they were little affordable sculptures. Right. And Brian McCarty's photos like yeah. framed that, and that's why it was we did cover. a signing. We did a signing yeah. and an exhibition actually yeah. with Brian. Yeah, and Brian Brian has has been great and been a friend of the magazine for a long time mm-hmm. and a personal friend. And and then it became under the counter culture. Yeah. Which we like to play in words a lot. So under the counter culture. Under the counterculture, you know, that kind like, of thing. Like then, Billy's calendars, you know, like oh, he tries oh, really? to find, like, you know, the second happiest place on earth. Oh, or, I see. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> where our heart comes from, you know, yeah. that kind of thing, uh, you know, culture jamming and yep. just, you know, San Francisco where we are, just we, there for a reason. Yeah. Just that kind of the lunacy where people are naked people skipping across the bridge, but they're lawyers and they're good lawyers. <laughs> yeah. And like, wait a minute. That's why I moved there. It's yeah. less so nowadays, yeah. you know. Um, but um, and then it became new contemporary because we need a blanket statement. Because it's and, not just pop surrealism, and it's not—it's definitely not just lowbrow. Yeah, and it becomes hard to categorize, and it's not even necessarily just post-pop because you do cover some kind of installation stuff occasionally and yeah. some kind of like grand format work. And um, I guess you know I've been hearing for years, and I don't know if anybody's ever really looked into the numbers that um, Juxtapose Magazine is has the highest circulation of any art publication, at least in English, and which means probably the world. And if that's true, then you must be number two. And it's only because they publish every two months, so they've got more magazines coming out. They, they are monthly. But, are they monthly uh, they now? Oh, monthly. They finally um, went monthly again. I, I don't think people buy magazines on a monthly basis anymore. I certainly don't, except um, for maybe comic books. Uh, they're, they're, we're in a really weird industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something called sell-through. A lot of people don't know about where we have a very high sell through so some something like rolling stone might get you know 30 or 40 percent sell through right and then 60 percent is comes recycled. back and gets pulped yeah now, this has been going on for years yeah uh the major retailers don't get um don't take any risk at all it's, it's funny when you when you start out you do consignment around yeah. with all the little stores usually yep. when you make anything right and then eventually you go to the bigger stores and then oh, oh then you go net 30 yep Okay, and then you go back to consignment with the large stores where you're yeah. doing consignment on affidavit. Uh, it's a newsstand model, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's a weird thing. So um, I, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't keep track of numbers or and we don't keep track of our competition as much as we keep an eye on what we do. Mm-hmm. We try to make it – there's no there's no filler, mm-hmm. you know, in there, hopefully. I mean, yeah. when you turn it, sometimes we go, oh, man, I – I say this a lot. It's like not done till it hurts. Well, one when thing you, when that you're I make you go, oh, it's ah ten. I gotta get rid of that. And you're like, well, you see enough in four pages. Yeah, or eight. You get right. the idea. We don't need just because the artist is really famous. Or they don't just have because, to be twenty pages, right? Right. I don't know. You know, um, but and you know it when you see it, and, mm-hmm. and that's kind of I don't give too much of the secret of the sauce, but because um, sometimes we don't even know what's going on, and mm-hmm. that's like a band. You don't mess with it right, <laughs> if it's working, right? You're right? Until the <laughs> They all find girlfriends and they leave or boyfriends and then it's over. <laughs> well, again, what I like a lot about the magazine too, and I like that it's not monthly. I don't think we'd be able to advertise if yeah. it was monthly uh-huh. because the cost of advertising for a gallery, mm-hmm. we would have to choose, you know, do we put, do we front load exhibitions so that we're trailering in specific issues and then yeah. skip because it's expensive. Yeah. Like yeah. if we were to, you know, we stopped advertising in, um, in one of your competitors' magazines, maybe we already mentioned it, um, a long time ago for two reasons. Um, one, that it was sort of sold to us as a pay-to-play situation, and it never really developed, and it, it is a magazine owned by a gallerist. So there's that aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it became like what we consider to be a very widely distributed local magazine. Mm-hmm. And whereas High Fructose does have a very international flair, it doesn't mimic an identity label type of publication, like a lifestyle publication. And so because of that, you can tell it's made by artists and it, you can tell that there's a lot of design mm-hmm. theory in mm-hmm. how, the, how the magazine is laid out. You also do a lot of um, special printed covers. And well, that's not something you medium. see in the newsstand too the, much. The medium is really important to us. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're going to make something in print and make it in print, I mean, there's a lot of print-on-demand things out there, and it just doesn't... They look terrible. They just... It, you know what? Cost of making something, mm-hmm. uh, it, it just... It's a it's a great editor. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? When you're... Th- 
when uh, we're writing out those checks and we're just like, whoa, you know, yeah. do we really want to do that? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> we want to do that. And and but um, and and print on demand, you don't you don't get that kind of editorial stuff with the copy editing. Right. But we know that's it's going to be everywhere. Right. And there's going to be people are going to. We found these these videos on YouTube. You could search and find it. Um, it, of people people who like to whisper. Mm-hmm. You know those whispering people. They're really into whispering. It's like a whole thing, and they like to whisper. Like NPR. I don't. Yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs> Hello, this is fresh, uh, fresh air. You know, yes. uh, Ira Glass. Yes. I'm gonna breathe <laughs> for a moment. And well, they take the magazine, and they're like, and this is the cover. Yep. And they touch right. It. And then they then they put it on their bristles, <laughs> and then they you know, and other areas. And they're and they go. They're, there's a video, and they're going through every page, mm-hmm. touching. And feeling, wow! And to me, the smell of print, like yeah. a, a old comic book store. When you go into a comic book store, and that smell is just important to me. Yeah, you know. Um, anyways, uh, that's a video we're gonna send over to the printer in Canada and just be like, <laughs> "Listen, it's important. Remember, because it's funny. Because I'll be like, ah, that, that, that you know that paper stock. Don't you're not fooling us, right? You change, you change. It's a little that's thinner. Not so it's a little thinner. Yeah. And and he'll go, no, it isn't. And I'll take the little. Durometer, I don't know, whatever the thing is, the little calipers, and I'll put. He's like, "You're right. How do you know?" I'm like, "Because I, I lick this thing." What do you, you know, <laughs> here's you know? a good place to yeah. take the first commercial yeah, when break. I, when I'm not, yeah, there you go. <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna hear from one of our sponsors really quickly, and when we get back, we're gonna talk more about um, how one becomes a publisher and um, how one takes interest into covering. Um, and which is going to be different from some of the other people that we've we've talked to where they're covering other people's art. And so um, after this break and after a word from one of our sponsors, we'll be back with Daniel Siffert, uh, a.k.a. Attaboy, co-publisher of High Fructose Magazine. Hello and welcome back to Pod Sequentialism. I am your host, Matt Kennedy. Um, again, we are speaking with Daniel Siffert, the co-publisher of High Fructose Magazine. And um, we started talking about, you know, the 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 pratfalls, I guess, sometimes of um, being in the publishing market. And um, and what I want to kind of get into right now is, and we, you know, you talked about getting out in issue number one and not knowing if there was going to be an issue number two. But one thing that I think has really been, to me at least, and as, and as somebody who is a potential advertiser, and I am an advertiser, but um, in addition to being a fan, like I obviously work at a gallery that I loved working at when I was a kid and I came back to work there because it was my favorite job. And that means I like the art that they show and and that there's a certain aesthetic there for me that carries me forward. Um, what was sort of amazing about two artists starting a magazine is that it's not all about you guys almost ever. I mean, honestly, yeah. like, you don't oh. give yourselves coverage at all. It's It's more about I like this thing and I think that the people that I know will like this and a lot of people I don't know will like this. And you've shined a spotlight on a lot of people that before they were covering the magazine had no coverage. Honestly, I think it affected our own art careers in a, in a detriment way. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it really confuses things for mm-hmm. people. People know of you in one way and not another. And, right. And, and, it's, and it's, I mean, again, these are good problems, folks. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but they're ones that most artists struggle with on, on a day-to-day basis when yeah. they do something. Um, and, uh, but yes, we don't. I mean, I think, see, my, the things I do don't necessarily fit anymore with the magazine. Right. It doesn't, it wouldn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I guess we're always trying to do that. We, we look above it and go, I don't know, that's not right. You know, and I check in with Annie, How's, is that right? And she goes, no, no, this is right. That's right. And you need but other I think voice Annie's in the room. Work would. Yeah. Annie's work would. Her, her work absolutely fits. Definitely fits. And yeah. I'm always... You know, when we're coming up short on something, I'm like, oh, look, it's a six-page thing on this this Annie Owens. And, and she's like, no. And I'm like, oh, damn it. I'm like, but it's relevant to the, you know. So, I mean, even these introductions and things, we really don't like doing them. Yeah. It's, it's hard to do. But um, You're going to get scooped. Yeah. I mean, we, we did an article on the, on the 10th anniversary exhibition. Mm-hmm. That was, it was hard to do. Like, yeah. we didn't want to do it. In fact, um when uh, Caro wrote that, I think we, once she went to the exhibition and she mm-hmm. wrote about what happened and the controversies and all the things, but also we didn't, um, uh, we, we didn't, we, there's no heavy hand on things. Right. You know, uh, when we covered uh, Robert Williams, we covered Robert yeah. Williams because if it would, we'd be, 
neglecting yeah, you'd be remiss history. To not cover it him, would yeah. be stupid. Yeah, it would be stupid not to cover. You know, and I think uh, some people were surprised by that. How we were like, we, we told the writer, no, you do what you do, what right. you normally would do, because, yeah. and that's what we did. I think he really appreciated that too. Um, yeah. And anyways, we, um, I don't know, we try to do that. We try to. We've learned journalism mm-hmm. the backwards way. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always shooting. Yeah. We mentioned National Geographic. Like, we're not in any way near there. We don't have the funds to be there, but we're going to keep trying. Yeah. We're going to try to find ways to to bring that. Um, and the thing is, that's become more of a dying breed in, in journalism. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that, that's why I say, because I get approached constantly mm. um, by publications who the it used to be that the editorial and the sales departments did not talk yes. that it was they yeah. weren't not allowed to talk yes. if they were in a large office they were in the opposite ends of the building so that there could not be sure. a view or a perception that there was collusion between mm-hmm. the two so that there wasn't a pay to play kind of aspect going on and that has almost invariably gone away you know almost almost everywhere mm-hmm. i mean whether it's you know I can talk about the LA Weekly, and and I mean they got bought by um, by the Village Voice, sure. and there has been a tonal shift. I mean when you see the same cover on the LA Weekly as the Village Voice, and they probably had to because of economics and, yeah. and, and things, and and it, it hasn't been an easy time for any yeah. of these places. And the, so the internet has rubbed off on that, and yeah. they're all one and the same. Yeah, um, it is. I wish Annie was here to she would explain it much better than I would. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm just bumbling through it. But I, I just yes, we tr- we try what we can. I mean, you have to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a lot of times, as an example, uh, Kirsten Anderson, who was an editor at large with us, who you know would would give us a heads up on some artists. And she used to run Rock LaRue Gallery and up Rock in LaRue. Seattle, very and, and, recently and, yeah, closed Yeah, and that stores. was, we were always like keeping an eye on like, all right. The thing is, the people who know a lot of this art yeah. are also have their own gigs. So it, yeah. it, there's some overlap with things. And, and so we always, anyways, we would do an article, uh, the issue would come out and she would advertise. And, yeah. and by the way, she paid for those ads. Yeah. And she would pay for those ads. Yeah. And she'd go, wow, there's an you did an article on them, and I didn't even know. And like, what well, we didn't know, you were advertising them, right? And we had no idea. Yeah. I promise you, because she's like, well, if I would have known, I would have gotten, you know, yeah. or whatever, or you know. And we just don't do that. Like, well, each magazine you know? that you do, every issue is really heavily curated. Now, you may have um, someone has written an article on somebody, mm-hmm. and it doesn't quite when you, when you get it all in, and you've got like say eight different features that you're looking at to publish for the, for each quarterly issue. Um, once you start putting it together, you may be like, you know it's what? Funny, I don't even know how many. Like, yeah, like magazines are so gridded out. Yeah, that everything is like, and oh, it's well, not always eight. Sometimes the, it's six. Well, this it's is five. The, I, yeah, that's. I don't want to say too much, but <laughs> yeah. but really, it's like to me. And again, this is just me. But it's like kind of making a little film. Yeah. You're like, oh, I spent all day on that scene. And you're like, yeah, it ruins the whole story. But it doesn't fit. A- yeah. And you go, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I got to get rid of it. You know. And that is. What you're supposed to be doing, yeah, and, I, and I it's I've yeah. I've seen you know I've I've spoken to you about oh you're really excited about this thing that that's that someone so and so just did this interview, <laughs> sure. and I'm like wow it's not out yet you know it's uh-huh. like it, maybe it comes out a year later it might yeah. and it's still relevant because what's great about even though you're covering um, artists you're not covering necessarily exhibitions you're covering their work and where they kind of fit at the time. And, and that's going to be relevant regardless of whether they become a bigger name. And then you can kind of change a little bit of the intro and the outro mm-hmm. to explain, oh, this is before they got huge. And it's kind of good to be able to look back at this window in time. And because of that, it's really difficult for a gallery to be able to kind of coordinate coverage for a show with the magazine, which is, it's a little frustrating as a curator, but it's incredibly refreshing as a reader because I kind of, as a reader, don't like to see necessarily ads for stuff that's being covered in the same magazine. In a way, it's sort of like... It seems superfluous. Yeah. Like, hey, it's already it's already advertised sure. because but there's a lot six of pages. publications that was they get they went hand to hand. That's the rote. Yeah. Like, how many times have you gotten a magazine where the artist is on the cover and you look and you can't find them and then right. you get one page, and yeah. it's same image that all five other magazines have. Yeah. And, and I, I got to tell you, so many gallery when we have to go through a gallery to get 
to get image requests and stuff, they always send things really small. Yeah. <laughs> we're just like, we're not going to do it if we don't get, we, we can't it's get the images be we want. Yeah. And the way, not just print, but the way we want, you know, we want to show the art. Right. And even our layouts, we want, we try to, we're reverential to the art. And, right. And, uh, you know, that's important as much as you can be. Mm-hmm. And, and you can, you know, anyways, that's. But the, yeah, it's 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 a weird one. It's weird. We never wanted to be publishers. We really didn't. I don't know. I I think it helped. It kept our relationship together. Mm-hmm. I think that that's why we did it. We're two independent people, mm-hmm. and I think this gave us something to work on together, so we could stay together. Something in common. Yeah, yeah. and I think and that's a really important I don't, thing. We don't need it now for the relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think I think so. I don't know. I think because we started it right after we had a breakup. We had a breakup for a couple of months mm-hmm. and when we got back together she's like well, yeah we're gonna start that magazine where i was talking about and yeah we're like some uh, some yeah. people have babies yeah that's <laughs> some it. people get a pet that's you start it. a magazine and then, yeah. honestly it costs about the same so <laughs> it, yeah <laughs> I think so. it, it, at least same amount of birth. Problems yeah yeah for and, sure uh, yeah but yeah, we we've just started our print subscriptions back up again. Nice. And that's the other thing we we print uh, subscriptions were just such a hassle for us. Yeah. Uh, because our demographic, which is people, well, I'm hoping <laughs> moved around a lot and they complained a lot and they were just they gave weird addresses from places that don't exist. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. Like one, two, three, wicked, wicked West Lane or whatever. Yeah. They're like, where's my thing? You, well, you didn't. Where? How are we gonna get it to you? We get that. Yeah. yeah. Like, as I'm trying sure. to send checks to artists. Yeah. Like, you know, sure. we have the coaster show money. up right He's now. Sending money. Yeah, I want to give them money. Sure. And I've seen a couple of times, you'll see this a lot, and, and um, we'll probably touch on a little bit because you're up in San Francisco, that um, there was some recent controversy about White Walls Gallery, which was sort I just of- just want to, uh, like- Put your little finger on all the controversies, don't you? <laughs> Jeez. Well, the um, White Walls was a, um, a a really important San Francisco gallery in kind of the same end of the pool that, that Lola's Day Zeus is in and a lot of the people that you would cover. And um, the guy kind of split town and didn't pay a lot of people. And what I think a lot of people, a lot of gallerists don't realize, at least gallerists like us who we, we – you know, try as hard as possible to pay people immediately and um, and are really good about it. We have a great reputation for it, that there are a ton of galleries that never pay artists. Oh, gosh, yes. Like, I, I, it really the, blew my art, mind. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows about Doug Christmas and Ace Gallery. That's been going on since before I was born. Huh. I, yeah, I'm not... I don't know all the galleries. Yeah, that, that, they're that. kind of like a more yeah. A-list there's, type of place. A, oh, oh, I see. And yeah. they were doing that, too? I yeah, I mean, they were notorious for okay. it. Like, okay. he, he was already sued for not paying artists before we were born. Sure. Yeah, I see. Okay. You know, like late 60s. <laughs> sure. And, um, sure. and so that's, that's I didn't realize to the extent that that was a thing. But then I started to see people complaining about not getting checks from other galleries. And I'm like, it, they were really hard for us to pay. Like, yeah. they gave us, they moved oh, a lot. Really? <laughs> they didn't funny. supply information. I'd send an email like, that's true. what's your address? You know, before PayPal was yeah. kind of an easy way to pay people. And I'd be like, well, what's your address? And I'm like, oh, I'll get that to you. They'd reply <laughs> yeah. saying, I'll get that to you yeah, instead of just giving me the address. You would think money. Because my grandfather yeah. used to say, that's how you get a respond from somebody. You yeah. say, here's the here's the check for you, and yeah. you don't put the check in. And then they'll contact you. <laughs> that's how you get <laughs> That's it. If you need somebody to like, do something. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And then, then they'll get back to you right away. That's and, kind of uh, brilliant. But uh, yeah, he's like that. He's a magician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a he's, he's magical. So I got to imagine, <laughs> though, that like in that it's got to be the same in subscription. And I'm hoping oh, that you're using- no idea. Yes, a sir. mailing service yeah. through a printer. Oh, sure. Uh, sure. We've done all sorts of things, and we yeah. do all sorts of things. We've starting from scratch now. The world is a lot different three years later yeah. as far as accounts and things. Yeah. And so we just started a, a couple weeks ago again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have over a 1,000 now already. That's cool. And uh, we were putting a little Crayola brush uh, by Trekel. Trekel nice. brushes. They, uh, the first 750 get little br- custom brushes by- uh, Wow. Yeah. The, we always, since the beginning, we love special stuff. We used yeah. to draw on all the envelopes for the subscribers because wow. we were that crazy. Yeah. And then eventually, I mean, I, I mean, if it was me, I would. We'd still be printing stuff out of a PayPal and making it. <laughs> it was so awful. Uh, and, and he's like, "No, we're gonna database. We're gonna do yeah. this, and we're gonna outsource." Print you know, your stick whole, of grid, yeah, the whole thing. And um, but we like special stuff. And the magazine's always been that way. We've always mm-hmm. had hidden things, weird, weird, fun. things. I love the little inserts, you know. And there's mm-hmm. they're they're not in every issue, uh, but they're almost they're different. Some are uh, sketchbook paper, right. which is great. Um, and then uh, and then the, now we've been doing these glossy ones. Crayolas. Mm-hmm. Next one, we have a whole thing with. Crayola's doing uh, the, the glossy stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Kate McDowell, a sculptor, we did um, kind of a 
sketchy book paper. It's hard mm-hmm. because certain things, photography doesn't It go doesn't to, lend itself to that. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. So you, we have to figure it out. And a lot of times that's the thing with this mm-hmm. is you don't know until it shows up. And when you yeah. when that baby shows up, okay, and it's got the weird cowlick and the thing and the whatever, you mm-hmm. go, it's beautiful yeah. <laughs> because there's no changing it, folks. Yeah. You know, when it's a little dark or it's a little whatever. And, yeah. and these things, that's why sometimes we'll get the advanced copies and we don't look at them. And I go, you know, the advanced copies came in. She's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know because it's like to change it. Because yeah. it could change the course of your day. Yeah. And there's nothing you, you can do to change it. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, oh, I, I, I wanted to tell you, is it okay? Right? I tell you, I'm yeah. working on this next project called, yeah, for sure. uh, it's it's a new thing. It's called Vampires versus Unicorns. <laughs> okay. And it's a weird game, mm-hmm. but it has Travis Louie and Travis Lampy as the artists. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's it's really strange. It's Fun and funny. Guessing Lampy's doing the unicorns. There you go. How'd you know? And then, and I then can't Travis even imagine Louis. what a Travis, Travis unicorn to finish would be. these two paintings yeah. that are going to be in his next show. Oh, that's cool. So they're going to show these paintings and sell them, but uh, this is it's it's a weird throwing card game. And I'm, you're the first person to hear about it. It's on the back cover. Sweet. <laughs> but scoop, yeah, scoop. It's, it's, yeah, you're the first one to hear about it. And it's fun. I, I worked at Milton Bradley when I started my career, so it's weird to mix the two. We have to talk about worlds. this. Yeah. This, this is amazing. Right. I know so no time goes. We, we, so we I, do I have time. To... We've got a little bit of time for this, All and right. I think this is a great, you know, couple minute explanation. So before you got involved in the magazine, mm-hmm. you were doing like advertising, marketing, and marketing placement stuff. No. For... Oh, oh, that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went to toy school. Uh, d- degree in toy design at FIT, and then mm-hmm. I worked at Milton Bradley, mm-hmm. um, and then I worked at Koosh and Odds On and stuff. So I, I, I was a toy designer and a concept guy there and did a lot of plastic action things and redid Cootie and Answer the Pants and Don't Spill the Beans and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I left, I thought, okay, I'm going to do art and I'm going to be in a band mm-hmm. and do all that stuff. And then all the vinyl toy start, stuff start, yeah. started happening. And so I was back in toys again. Some <laughs> we, Those aren't really toys, though, folks. They're, they're sculptures. wonderful sculptures, yeah. some with interchangeable mouths. Yeah. And, okay. But, uh, but yeah, I w- used to get freelance work where they would they – would, um, they would be like, "Oh, we need uh, you know fifty flavors for Disney ice cream, you know, or we need uh, activities for kids to do on a on a on a cruise ship." Sounds like or, the greatest job or, ever. Or we need uh, like Campbell's soup. We need prize ideas for kids. And I'd be like, "All right, uh, what's his name from that uh, whatever show, the Monster Garage show, makes little go karts for you and and five of your friends and and whatever, and you get a custom trophy." Okay, uh, they might be giants. Writes a song just for you, but the things you like. Okay, you get the movie theater and all the free pop corn you want and you know only the movies you like like things like that i became like the fun guy so they'd come to me and uh, and i also work with craig yo mm-hmm. you know craig yo so he, yeah, he craig, yeah. yeah he did all those reprints of those uh, he does all those weird weird uh graphic novel things mm-hmm. of um and it was craig yo was he came to my school early on and he had this one piece of hair in front of his head yeah and uh, he used to work for henson and then he was kind of toy designer and stuff mm-hmm. so he used to uh, he used to throw me throw me work and then, uh, but I love that stuff. I love food science. I was on a train. I don't fly, so I took a train across America twice in mm-hmm. the past four months or so. And uh, and back, I, I go in those little sleeper cars. Yeah, those so are great. Like That's the only way to travel yeah. on a train. You're a land astronaut, and you could fart all you want. Yep. You know, so. Take your own bathroom. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. On, on some lines. But yeah. I love, I freaking love the train. And, yeah. and what's great? No Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and by the fo- by the way, we kind of picked the right coast. Mm-hmm. I, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> At least ma- Mount T- Tenudal, <laughs> um, topographical. <laughs> Give me a word. Topographical. You know what I'm yes, talking about? Yes, okay. yes, it's yes. been a long week. The bass relief of our planet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, uh, what was I saying? I love. Oh, I was. I. You have what's great about that is you, your communal seating, and you get to eat with all these different people. Mm-hmm. So you get bucket listers and Amish folks. Wow. Amish folks. I have a complete fetish for Amish people. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the dudes have the best pants. Like yeah. there's no zippers. They don't believe in zippers. So there's it's all hooks and eyes and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, oh, buttons are too proud. It, yeah. No. Yeah. And the, and the and the late girls. Like they sing uh, like out of nowhere, like spontaneous singing. Amazing. And anyways, it's I, I. My wife's like, you have a fetish, you got to not stare. You know, I did see a family of Amish folks in the Chicago station stuck on an escalator. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you stop. And the thing is, with layovers mm-hmm. <laughs> on a train, is layovers are good on it when you're traveling on train mm-hmm. in a city you want to be in. It's not yeah. like an airport. You can get out and Ferris Bueller the oh, Ferris Bueller <laughs> the town and hit things and whatnot and do the whole Chicago uh, Art right. Institute. 
you know. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Train stations back. are just easier to get in and out of that's than airports. It. That's right. So, yeah. and I learned that the hard way. So, anyways, I was sit, sat next to two food scientist people, mm-hmm. and oh my god, I was, like, I was like, I feel bad for you because you're getting my questions. I was yeah. like, red dye number forty. You know, is this is this crushed beetles? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> and I mean, they made like uh, pizza. You know, like mm-hmm. f- freeze dried pizza and all this. Oh god, I, if I was gonna do it all over again, yeah. I'd be so into that. Like food we were science. just in that. Yeah. That liquor store, and they yeah. have these styrofoam cups with like lime and hot sauce on the rim and yeah. stuff. You know, like some weird that you're supposed to pour your snack forty ounce Budweiser into. Yeah, or something. but then you get the whole. Yeah, you get the lime in the thing, but it's like crushed up lime particles on yeah. the. Th- oh god. Well, we should clarify too. You you've never had a drink. No, never. And yeah. you've never. Well, I, I drink liquids, but not. Yeah, you know, not not alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, and you've never you never tried any kind of drugs. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. I've never. Yeah, my roommate in college used to bring uh, art school. I guess is art school college. Art I'm school not sure. College accounts. Yeah, they. Uh, he'd bring me back um, Hawaiian punch, and he'd be like, "It's the same thing, you know, <laughs> <laughs> same thing for you." And he'd be drinking the Goldschlager on, uh, what's that Irish holiday? St. Patty's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Okay, he's drinking so, German schnapps. Yeah, and he, you yeah. know, he was. I think he's of Puerto Rican descent. You know, and here I'm Irish. Perfect. You yeah. know, we look like two. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We yeah. look like two. <laughs> Uh, Walking potatoes. Slowly being smushed <laughs> leprechauns. <laughs> Sorry. I, I've, I've already made it a little bit further down than you have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. A little bit more. pretty bad. Uh, but uh, anyways, um, but yeah, these food scientist people didn't know what they had in store for them. I, I, I would do it again. Whatever. But it's horrible. By the way, horrible stuff. Yeah. Like just the worst, like, you know, fr- uh, you know fruit by the foot. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> by the, and by the penny. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. 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 It's well. You no. heard it here first. So one of the most influential people <laughs> in the new contemporary art world, if he had it to do over, would be a food scientist. Yeah. Which Poist- is sort of its own kind of so, uh, slowly high poisoning people in, in their own way, in I a mean, different way. I was like mass production, though. I did like that. Ever since I was a little, after I, I drew like a, a whale or something, mm-hmm. uh, I made a catalog for the amount of whales and dolphins that I would draw for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, wow. I would do that. Like, I was always, because, you know, your family, can, they were always just like, well, you got to make a got to make a dollar out of this, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So it became part of it. And, uh, you know, no matter what I was doing, even if I was doing, when I was doing spoken word poetry stuff, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to make CDs, but they won't be, they won't have any audio on them, but they'll have little booklets. I was all into the booklets and they're like, oh, yeah. the thing. And then like a I'd jewel have case a, as a yeah, presentation. Yeah, the jewel case. I'd buy the jewel cases, make the little zine, put it in there as the yeah. liner notes or whatever, and then I'd have a little disc that you could spin on your finger yeah. in different times. Or you could have cut them as a circle. Yeah, well, I did. Yeah, they were yeah. cut in a circle. Yeah. Sure, I had the stamp, the, oh, everything, wow. and I did a, a, a maggot farm thing. I've re, re-purp- relabeled things, mm-hmm. I and that was part of the, I, I just had, I like that kind of stuff. Um, like being a little like a ghetto Disney where you're yeah. making one of everything. Yeah. It's like once I made one of everything, then I'm done. Yeah. But yeah, so this game is going to be weird. Um, I sold some Mattel stock that I had. Like Mattel and Hasbro all liked the game and nobody made it for different reasons. So right. originally the game company was called uh, Reject Games, mm-hmm. but that was Yum Factory, I think. I think. Who knows? But this will be the first time. I'll put it on Kickstarter because it's more fun that way. Yeah, yeah. Do and, you like uh, Kickstarter and Indiegogo or something? Yeah. Yeah. I, I You know, I did one. And that's the thing is I, I'll do kids' books. I'll do, like I'm here. To, I've been working on this movie with some friends. Well, now they're friends. Now is that as Attaboy? Is that a boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah always, always. So that. shoot, shoot out some social media real quick. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the magazine is, is at High Fructose, and it's H I High Fructose Mag. Yeah, F R U C T O S E M A G. Facebook's really the algorithms of really destroying publishers yeah. everywhere, and yeah. I see people, all artists who are relying on that for because people were relying on it for yeah. their sort their their outreach and things are going. Wait a minute, this isn't more uh, yet. Yeah, it's so pay to play, it's crazy. It was such a big yeah, switch they, they, kind of thing. They really did kind of mess with us on that. That um, yep. you know, it was such a great mm-hmm. product for outreach, and then. All the kids went away. They started charging you money, and now people with with money, you know, p- people our parents' age, sure. are on Facebook, right. and you can't reach them even if they're your friends. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of a bogus if scenario. You're a, if you're a business or artist page, now if you're personal mm-hmm. folks, people are like, well, I don't understand. Like every time I cry, somebody's on there. Yeah. But those other pages, they they go, no. If you want to reach, they'll say, if you want to reach 
uh, 30,000 more people, it's only $300. We yeah. get those all the time. Yeah, I get them every, in my little every, sidebar every, too. Every, and actually in my, yeah. embedded in the stacks of posts, it'll show something that I've posted for Lose Day Seuss Gallery or for Pot Sequentialism that, that's or, right. or an, Panic Collective. Or an Amazon ad will pop up for the yeah. same thing. Yeah, it gets really, it's really. Whenever I see an Amazon ad for something I yeah. don't like, I click on it because it costs them money. Oh, really? <laughs> that's good. It's part of the slowly wear them down. Yeah, yeah. nub them. Yeah, but they're not about making money. They they had that startup mentality, so they were about the stock. So what they've done is they've done all those low price leader stuff, which which Walmart was doing for years, where they'd be like, okay, hey, it's ten cent milk. Then all the hardware store guys will come in and get the ten cent milk, and then next week it's ten cent hammers. Then all the people from the dairy will come in and they'll buy the. You get what I mean? And they slowly wear people down, and then they can play a different game. They were about stock market stuff and share. Yeah, and. Who would have thought that Barnes and Noble would be the savior of indie games and yeah. and books and toys? That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So, but there's always a revolution. Mm-hmm. There always, hopefully, I pray, you know. And there seems to be. Mm-hmm. There seems to be. It just it it folds in on itself. People get tired. The ebook thing, you see it fading. Yeah. You know, people. But actually, books are coming back. Like they the, are, um, especially art books. Folks. Yeah. I mean, who wants? You want an art book, yeah. right? Again, you, you don't want to smell have to, like, the keep paper. Zooming, zooming in on yeah. a small surface sure. phone, That's or right. you know, it's it, it's it's just a whole different world. And yeah. I think people do want those hard copies of collectible things. Yeah, and we do books and things, and you know, and, and kids' books the same way. I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, be on an iPad with right. You know, and and people that we get photos of people ripping out pages and putting them up on their yeah. on their dorm or the, yeah. all their yeah. workspaces and everything, and. Uh, you know, and every uh, every one of these movie studios I go in, I see just I see photos on, on their yeah. image boards and their mood boards, yeah. swipe boards, stolen boards, yep. influence <laughs> boards. You know, and when you see that thing, you're like, "Wow, that kind of looks like Travis Louis meets Chris Cooksey." What's that? I got a tour oh, oh of, of Disney recently, sure, sure. and I hope not getting anybody in trouble. That um, several me. of the people there had. <laughs> Jose Rodolfo, Luisa Ontiveros pieces sure. in their cubicles. Oh, goodness, yeah. And oh, so wow. people always ask us, it's wow. like, how come Disney doesn't sue him? Like, they love him. Yeah. He's good for business. Okay. Well, I don't know anything <laughs> about that. I totally don't know as I nod. <laughs> yes, we nod, yeah. Yeah. But, well, uh, hey, man, thanks for coming on. Yeah, and um, yeah. I also uh, give a shout out. Um, what's some of Annie's uh, social media as well? Uh, she is Ouch Club. Mm-hmm. I, uh, she's usually Annie Ouch Club or Ouch Club. Look at her stuff at ouchclub.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and our, our magazine, highfructose.com. Um, and that's H I, not H I G H. That's yeah. right, H I, and um, and like hello fructose. Yes, goodbye <laughs> fructose. And I'm yumfactory.com. So the vampires versus unicorns will be up there hopefully uh, when I get back. So in next week, definitely by the time this airs, which will be in a couple weeks. Okay. Yeah, oh so yes, yes. Please yeah. check it out. It's we've got a lot of fun stuff there, and uh, the artwork alone is just awesome. Yeah. So well, fantastic. All well, right. thanks for coming on thanks board. For having me. It's great. I I had to like I had to yeah. sequester you because you were in town. I've been sequestered like a. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, thanks again. This has been Pod Sequentialism. I've been your host, Matt Kennedy. Um, this has of course been a, a presentation of La Luz de Zeus Gallery, Meltdown Comics and Collectibles, and the Pop Sequential. Um, blog and traveling exhibitions. Um, we encourage you to check out um, these stores and others. We want you to check out High Fructose Magazine, which is, in my opinion, the best bang for your buck of any art publication you're going to get. And um, you can also pick it up at La Luz de Jesus. You can pick it up at Meltdown Comics. Um, you can go to Wacko Superstore in uh, Los Angeles, and, um, and you won't regret it. Hello, this is Matt Kennedy from Pod Sequentialism. And um, what many many of you may know that I, I do run a gallery in Los Angeles called La Luz de Jesus Gallery. And what you may not know is that it's inside Wacko, which is probably the greatest center of pop culture in the world. And it may sound like hyperbole, it's not. Um, you can, if you don't want to trust my judgment, you can listen to people like Kevin Smith, uh, James Gunn, uh, David Mack, um, all of whom will swear that uh, one of their favorite places on earth is uh, Wacko, the shop that houses La Luz de Zeus Gallery. Um, whether it's blind box toys or little tchotchkes or art books, it pretty much is the place that you can get all of your Christmas shopping done for every possible annoying person to buy for that you can imagine. They've got everything, and I highly recommend that you visit them. You can visit them online at soapplant.com. You can visit the gallery at laluzdejesus.com, and that's spelled L-A-L-U-Z-D-E-J-E-S-U-S.com. Check them out and tell them Matt Kennedy sent you.